Hello and welcome to the very first episode of JJ and Sarah, our very off-the-cuff, impromptu podcast on our life, basically. Um, Kind of bringing people up to date on what we're doing, where we are, um, all the boring little bits of our life that we like to tell our families and friends and that's pretty much it. So today's topics, um, we have inconvenient internet inconsistencies, frustrating Fitbit fiasco, impossible Iguazu inconvenience, precarious poop predicament, marvellous Malonga mishap, and delicious discounts for horrendous hagglers. Hopefully we'll get through the entire list, but we're going to try and keep this to roughly about 15 minutes um, so that we don't bore everyone to death. And I'm going to stop talking and actually let Jay say hi. Hi. Right. Well, enough of that. Um, so, <laughs> um, inconvenient internet inconsistencies. Very topical because the reason why we're doing this podcast is because our internet dropped out again. So we literally... When the internet goes out for us, our our life pretty much ends um, and we find ourselves twiddling our thumbs and kind of trying to find something to do just because our life revolves around the internet so much. Um, And literally about five minutes ago, um, yeah, we had no internet. Uh, We're currently with a a company called Fibertel who, during our stay in Argentina, has been pretty awesome, like for the most part. For the most part, I would agree. Um, yeah, and and as of late, I don't know if they're doing more work or, or something in the street or apartment or, or whatever, but we've just had really, really blippy and consistent internet. So it's just come back, which crying tears of happiness um, whenever the internet comes back for us, so that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I think so that's pretty much it. Although we did have the advantage, obviously, of jumping on other people's networks, but they were but also we unavailable. Don't talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and um, some of the people we know in the building also have Fibertel, um, and this is the first time tonight that actually both the Fibertel connections went down at the same time for all of our friends um, in the same building. So we were we were starting to really. Um, yeah, fret in a very relaxed kind of way um, about not having any internet. But all is fine now, and hopefully we'll be fine for, for many days to come. Well, we've only got two weeks left here, so if we can just hang out for two weeks, we should be good. So, leading on from a technology theme, very tenuous link, frustrating Fitbit fiasco. So, to clue up um, any of our family and friends who haven't already heard this story, um, Jay's really getting into the whole digital self um, kind of data recording um, of basically just trying to quantify self, basically. Yes. Do you want to take over from here? Um, No, you're doing well. Oh, no. I was hoping you were going to take over and give me a breather. Okay, so basically the whole quantified self-movement is the the idea that you can just monitor everything you do. Um, quite a lot of people already do it. Uh, things like Endomondo, Map My Run, Map My Cycle, um, that sort of thing. It's, it's kind of gathering data about how you're doing in everyday life or running or exercising and that sort of thing. 
Jay's going a little bit off the deep end <laughs> in this whole data movement um, and got very childish, childish, childishly excited um, at the prospect of getting a Fitbit. Now, because we live in Argentina where the post just seems to be transported by turtles um, and not the fast swimmy kind, the slow tortoise walk on land type, um, we had to buy it, send it to the UK, where it was very kindly shipped over by Jay's mum. And then three weeks later, it finally made its way to us in the post. Um, At this point, we may want to explain what a Fitbit actually is. That's a very good point. I'll let you do that. Oh, no, honestly. This is a dual podcast. I can't do all the talking as much as I would love to. People love your voice. (laughs) No, they really don't. I don't love it either. But that's another story. So I'll let you explain the Fitbit. Um, Well, a Fitbit is basically just a personal device, a gadget, if you will, that records things like pace or how many steps you've done, actually, rather than pace. Um, How many steps you've done, how many floors you've climbed. Um, It gives you a breakdown as best it can in terms of calories and so on and so forth. Um, and you can just use it to basically, yeah, record movement throughout the day. It also has a sleep feature, which the accuracy is questionable because it's based on movement. Um, but and most people don't tend to be dead as a log when they when they sleep. Most people kind of jiggle around a bit. Sure. Whether for pleasure or otherwise. Mm. Yeah. Well, if... Yeah. Um, there are certain movements, I would imagine, within that, though, which would suggest you're not sleeping. Yeah, potentially. Um, I guess it depends. Yeah, anyway. Um, but it can track things like when you get up to pee in the middle of the night and, yeah, generally whether you have restful sleep or not. Yeah. More or less. As I say, the accuracy is maybe a little bit sketchy. However, it, 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 it's a, a guideline. Um, so that's effectively... Well, the Fitbit, going into more detail, Fitbit actually released various versions of its tracking devices, its monitoring devices. And uh, the one that I ordered was a Fitbit One. Um, and I ordered that primarily because the recording functionality is superior to the other versions. So, then we get into the fiasco part of this uh, beautiful tale, which is the package arrives uh, and ripped to shreds in typical child with Christmas present style. Um, And so Jay sets it up and um, it's gym time for, for Jay around about three in the afternoon. So... Off he goes with his little Fitbit one, um, off to the gym. I stay at home and, and do worky bits. Um, and I noticed that Jay was a little bit late coming home. Um, normally he takes about anywhere between an hour and a half to two and a half hours. So generally about the two and a half hour mark, I kind of start expecting, I, I start anticipating him walking in the door. Um, and it was getting later and later, and I was beginning to wonder where he was, starting to do my traditional panic, oh my god, he's been run over by an Argentine truck kind of style thinking. And eventually Jay comes in um, with a rather fretful look upon his face, uh, which is very rare, I'd have to say. I don't remember being late on that particular occasion. Oh, I do. 
Yeah, because when you walked in the door and you'd been walking up and down the street quite a lot. Not for that one. Oh, I thought you had. I thought I came straight back. Uh, anyway. Oh, um, okay. So, oh, well, actually, we've just revealed part of it. Maybe I'm thinking of the second one. So, we've uh, slight spoiler, cover, cover your ears, people. Anyway, what I perceived to be the first time, Jay came home. Actually, was that the first one or the second one? The first one, okay, so I returned home and looking very sad and miserable. Actually, no, I don't even know if I was that sad or miserable. Because I, I think I didn't realise until I was in Climbing here, up the stairs. No, that I was, I had actually got into the house, I thought. Oh, maybe. Into the apartment, but maybe not. Okay, it, anyway, this was a while ago, so <laughs> please, uh, yeah. Bear with us. So... Jay realises at some point that he's lost it. He's lost the Fitbit. I think... I've lost so much. But, but this was a record time of five hours of ownership. Um, and it was gone. So, actually, I think you're right. I think you were making dinner and you looked in your pocket and you realised it was gone. Um, so we were like, right, okay, jacket's on. The only places we tend to go are the house and Jay goes to the gym. Um, because we're very exciting and interesting people like that. And uh, so Jay... And I got on our jackets. It was starting to get dark, yeah, I think, at that yeah, point. So we were out with our phones, with our little torches on our phones, trying to track down the Fitbit. And in this city, if a piece of electronic equipment, it's if caught, anything, it's caught before it hits drops, the ground yeah. and it's it's being sold somewhere. So, um, or strip for parts. Also, yeah, I'm not sure how you could strip a Fitbit for parts. It's about the size of your index finger, so it's pretty titchy. Um, but yeah, basically it was gone and we lamented and were very, very sad. And so Jay got a new one. So we go through the rigmarole, it gets all Well, good. okay, well, there's oh. a little bit in between. There. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Because I contacted Fitbit oh, to yeah. find out if I would be able to track the device, if it had any, like, in-built GPS yeah. kind of functionality. However... They informed me that this was not possible with the Fitbit One, um, but they did ask me from where I purchased the device because they may be able to send a replacement. However, I had purchased it, purchased it on eBay, um, and that wasn't an authorized seller. So Boom. it was, yeah, basically good luck. But amazing from Fitbit that they said, oh, okay, if you can produce a, a receipt, we'll send you a new one. And we were just both stunned because who on earth does that? It's like, oh, yeah, I, uh, I lost my shoes. Can you send me a new pair? No nobody I've ever heard of any single company ever doing that. So that was kind of, that was sweet. That kind of softened the, the sting a little. So anyway, on we go. This we, time, Amazon.co.uk received my purchase. <laughs> and so the Fitbit wings its way to Jay's mum's house, where it gets packaged up and, and sent off to our, us in Argentina. So thank you, mummy. Three, yes, thank you. Three weeks later, uh, it arrives, the packaging ripped off in, in Christmas gift style. Um, and this time, uh, you decided to use the cuff that comes with the Fitbit. So originally it kind of comes with a clip that Jay kind of clipped it onto his, his trouser pocket and that just either got caught on something or just wiggled its way out and it, that, it just disappeared. Anyway, so the second one went in the cuff and Jay wrapped it around his trouser belt and shoved the, the Fitbit in. However, 
I think the cuff wasn't very tight, and so the Fitbit. I, I swear they're like lemmings. They're just suicidal. They just they don't they don't want to to survive. I think there is an artificial intelligence within each one programmed to self destruct. So how long did that one last? I think that was about five days. Ah, so from five hours to five days, and the second Fitbit was gone. Um, we think again it was a gym situation. So the moral of this story is: if you have a Fitbit, don't go to the gym. Well, or just don't be me. <laughs> Uh, and I think well, maybe you people, and go to the gym and wear a Fitbit. Most people have the uh, the distinct advantage <laughs> that they probably won't be me. So please feel free to get a Fitbit because they're actually very, very good. They're very awesome. So because Jay had purchased it from Amazon, he contacted Fitbit again and said, you're not going to believe this, but I've bought another one and I've lost it. And here's the receipt. And so they sent a new one to the UK. But because we'd already gone through two, we thought better to let Jay's mum have it. Cause, and she seems to be doing really well. So she's had it for a few months now and not lost it. So she's doing much mm. better than our track record. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's and so, kind of it so far. So I basically switched over to an app on my, on my phone, which records things like how many steps I, I do. I can take photographs of my food, of and how many glasses of water I drink, and those kinds of things, just to keep general track of things. Um, it's a, a poor man substitute, but I, I'm basically a poor man. <laughs> but rich in so many things. Uh, could be. Okay, so the next one was going to be Impossible Guazu Inconvenience. However, I'm, I'm very aware that we're now currently at 30 minutes 42 seconds. So... That went really quickly. Um, I'm now understanding why so many podcasts go up to like an hour, but I don't think I can talk for an hour without my face falling off. So we'll skip that one and maybe save that for the next podcast, um, providing we're not lynched for how awful and terrible this one is. Um, and we'll go on to precarious poop predicament, which if you're eating dinner or about to eat, you might want to maybe pause. Put it down. Put, Put it down. <laughs> So basically, um, the apartment that we're staying in in Argentina, um, it's a it's a it's a cute little apartment. It's it's fine. It's nothing swanky, but it's sizable compared to UK sizes, um, with a kitchen and utility cupboard and all that kind of gubbins, um, and a bathroom. Which the toilet we noticed um, like maybe about a month ago that it wasn't kind of flushing. Like it was. Put your food down. Yeah, put put the food down. I mean, yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, so it basically wasn't flushing quite quite as we had hoped, and and our. Um, uh, or maybe other... even the developer of the toilet had hoped. Maybe. I don't think it was just us on that <laughs> particular band. Maybe. So our um, our gifts to the toilet monster were not um, uh, arriving away. in a timely manner. <laughs> Flushing away quite how we had anticipated. Now, we had an initial problem with the toilet when we moved in back in, what, like March? Well, we no. moved in in February, and then I think we had problems maybe in March or April or something like that. Um, not our fault, obviously, but I think it's quite an old toilet. So I think something inside had snapped, and the the lovely Porta Domingo um, came in and fixed it for us. Um, so that was fine, and we hadn't had any problems since. However... Um, because of the fix, when you flush the toilet, you have to kind of 
hold it and flush it, release it, and then tap it slightly to make this little kind of ball thing, like a ball cocky kind of thing, drop down, and then the toilet stops filling with water. If you don't do that, the toilet continues to fill with water, which becomes very, uh, yeah, very pertinent. (laughs) Certainly in the circumstance which we found ourselves in. So, after um, noticing that the toilet just wasn't flushing properly um, and got blocked... Um, so we were like, okay, um, well, sometimes if you just give it a good couple of flushes, um, it, it will clear. Uh, not quite the case in this scenario. So we would flush the water and all its glorious contents would rise to the top. Um, <laughs> and then we'd wait for the water to slowly go down, which would probably take about 15 minutes. And then we'd, you know, lather, rinse, repeat. However, um, I was in the kitchen, I think, making food, and Jay had tried this tactic once again. I think this was probably the fifth time of trying. Um, However, had not done the delicate-like tap to make the ball cock drop down again. So hence the toilet was continuing to fill with water and overflow onto the bathroom floor and continuing to overflow onto the bathroom floor. Now, I'm just in the next room, and normally most people in this situation would yell for help, or, Sarah, can you come in and help me, because the bathroom is covered in poop, or something to that effect. But anyway, I hadn't heard from Jay in a while. (laughs) So I go into the bathroom, and as soon as I get to the bathroom door, I'm confronted with this scene of... Thankfully, the, the, the bathroom floor is kind of tilted inwards. Um, with so a drain. With a drain in the middle, thank goodness, because um, basically the entire bathroom floor was covered in, in dirty toilet water, as we shall politely put it, with Jay perched with one foot on the bathtub and the other foot on the bidet <laughs> and straddling and literally trying to... Uh, did you have a rag or something that uh, you were I trying to... Recall. I can of happiness <laughs> trying to mop up water and wring out the rag into the into the bathtub and it, the, this water was just continuing to, to onslaught so um, I, I suddenly realised that the ball cock hadn't dropped so I did that the water stopped flowing and then it was just basically getting out cups that we never use in fact thankfully we had a couple of plastic cups that have since been recycled or are due to be recycled, um, that we were literally bailing out the uh, the bathroom um, and the, the beautiful dirty toilet water. Um, yeah, and then we, we washed the bathroom floor numerous times, and that's pretty much where we're at. Yeah. But yeah. But it's working effectively. Yeah, everything's working for oh, so then we finally thought, okay, this is what plungers were invented for. So after we finally cleaned up the bathroom we uh, borrowed a, a plunger. Oh, which is called a Supapa. A Supapa in uh, in Argentine. Um from our lovely neighbour Pablo. Um, thank you, Pablo. Thank you, Pablo. So, yeah, and that that did the trick. A little bit of elbow grease from Jay and job done. Yeah. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if, if a couple of flushes doesn't clear it, use a plunger. That's, that would be my, my advice for the day. Um, so, um, I'm aware that we're coming up to 20 minutes, so... Um, Should we knock it on the head there? <laughs> we can't leave on the poop story, that's, that's pretty rough. Um, oh, well, I think we can. 
Maybe we'll just do delicious discounts for horrendous hagglers and oh. leave the rest until next time. That's interesting. Okay. Right. Sorry, people. I think we're going to push you just over the 20-minute mark. Um, but, yeah, so basically, Jay and I are notoriously awful at haggling we're just we're just awful like asking for discounts it just it's not a skill which has ever come naturally to either of us really um i don't know if it's the british part mm, of us I, I know people though british people that are very good oh, so i think maybe yeah i think maybe it's our our I don't know, our, our childhood never exposed us to maybe those sorts of things. We're, you expose your kids to haggling. That's yeah, I think we're the supermarkets kind of generation. Yeah, maybe you don't haggle in a supermarket. No, it's a sticker price. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's why. Um, but anyway, so, but we tend to buy, because of the, the crazy way we eat, we tend to buy the same sort of food in a very large quantity. In particular... Quinoa, which well, we'll get here, through here. Here because. has become quinoa because there is a lack of anything else. <laughs> so it's very quinoa-centric. There's kind of no potatoes. Oh, well, sorry, there are potatoes, but not organic. So then there are no organic potatoes, organic tomatoes. So we're uh, we're kind of hanging on the quinoa kind of yeah so it works out better for us to buy those things in bulk and if we want like uh, I don't know moments of alternative taste to buy those separately mm. um, but stick with the core staple kind of foods that we can find quinoa currently being one of them <laughs> so because we get through quite a significant quantity of this every week so we get through what like two and a half kilos of quinoa a week which is actually quite a lot of quinoa. I'm hungry. Jay's a very hungry boy, a growing boy. Um, so, yeah, we get through a lot of the stuff. And there's a market, a food market, that happens every month here called the Buenos Aires Market. Market. <laughs> very inventive. <laughs> yeah, awesome name. Um, yeah, so we generally tend to, to make our attendance at, at these events basically because it's kind of the organic natural alternative artisan kind of market here so um and it's held in a different place every month so um i think the last time we went or maybe maybe three two two or three times ago anyway a couple of months ago we went and we were like oh okay so they sell quinoa in these giant bags um we're gonna order a lot Let's just ask if there's a discount for bulk. And we ended up getting, I think we ended up saving like four, 450 pesos, which is kind of about 50 pounds um, from buying, how many did we buy? Like, like 11? 10, oh, 10 11? Maybe. Yeah, maybe 11. So not bad going. And all we had to do was just say, you know, do we get, is, is there a discount for, for buying 11? Or for buying buying a lot. And they said yes. Yeah, which we were kind of like high-fiving ourselves. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think at another store, I think I asked the same. Yeah, that, I think that then spurred you on. Yeah, I was, I was like on a frenzy. I was haggling with, with all and sundry. Children. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I ended up getting, what, like three packets or five packets of uh, coconut-covered almonds uh, and getting a bag of linseed free, which we still haven't eaten. Yeah. Free linseed. Who will take those with us? 
maybe you can grind them. You could just snack on linseed, tasting. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're exposed to the the, the world of haggling, um, which but I don't know though. Haggling does sound quite a grand term for what we did. It was more <laughs> like a can we have discount? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, that works. Yeah, rather than a, a full-on haggling experience, mm. but. I but think, they're baby steps. Exactly. I think you have to start somewhere. Totally. So let's see if we can continue. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for this week. Um, we're not really famed for consistency on these sort of things. So This could be it. This could be the one and only episode. So, ta-da! Um, and, yeah, hopefully we'll try and do another one. Uh, Maybe there was we a lot. do one Thursday. Maybe, because um, next week we're going to Iguazu, which is very exciting for our... Um, oh, from Iguazu. Oh, yeah, from Iguazu. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, we may end up doing a podcast from Iguazu. That could be pretty cool. Um, yeah, it will be our, our uh, two-year wedding anniversary and five years of being together, so that's that's gone ridiculously yeah, fast. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry for those years of misery. <laughs> I'll never get them back, but it's okay. okay. I've made my peace with it. Let's stop at exactly 25. Oh, 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 okay, two seconds. Over and out. Ciao.